Hi there, and welcome to Gab and Grow. It's a podcast that we hope will help you learn all about the people, places, and resources at Western Connecticut State University. It's brand new this year. Our idea is to let you hear in little bursts from people who can make your life much easier and make you successful here at WCSU. Most of our programs will only be about 15 minutes long, long enough to give you some great information, but not so long that you fall into an information coma. I'm your host, Mary Beth Griffin, and my day job is in the Department of Housing and Residence Life. Joining me for the discussion is Ed Mulvihill, our Associate Director for Operations for Housing and Residence Life. This is a special preview issue of Gab and Grow. Um, We wanted to let you know what was coming up, and we thought it was really important since you're gonna be moving in soon, to give you some information about moving in for those of you who live on campus. So sit back and listen to the information we have and we hope we'll hear from you as you hear from us. I'm welcoming Ed Mulvihill, who's our Associate Director for Operations in Housing and Residence Life to the podcast today. Welcome, Ed. Thank you. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Gab and Grow is all about um, getting people familiar with people, places, and resources on campus, and and so we're brand new, and one of the things we wanted to do with this kind of intro show was to talk about moving in, because a lot of the students we hope are listening are our resident students since we're in housing, so everyone's going to be moving back to campus pretty soon, and um, we, Pete and I, uh, thought it might be a terrific time to kind of show off our new podcast and provide students with some information for move-in. So let's start by talking about new students. When is their move-in time? Um, And that's both new and transfer students. And how does that move-in work for them? Well, the move-in times are all determined uh, based on where they are housed, and uh, it's kind of separated a little bit uh, behind the scenes. So each student receives an email or should have already received an email in uh, staying, stating when they can come in, uh, exactly what time frame they can come in. We do ask students to kind of stick to that particular time because it helps us stagger our people coming in. Uh, there's nothing worse than having you know 500 people move in all at one time. We can't really uh, get them through the lines quick enough. So if we stagger them, they hold to their specific times. That will be very, very helpful, and it makes moving move in uh, much, much, much more smoother. So Yeah, so our calendar says 9 to noon. Yes, 9 to noon. But each student gets like a half-hour block then. More or less, but a half-hour block to they do come get in, to yes. Move in. And one of the nice things, I think, is that um, when you're bringing all your world with you here to school, mm-hmm. we've got teams of people who are out there helping unpack your car and get things up yes. to your room with you. So it's not just you and your you know, your mom or grandmother or somebody (laughs) helping drag things up the stairs. I think it's safe to put out there, too. A lot of times, uh, mom and dad and friends, um, their intentions are very, very Mm -hmm. good. Sometimes they get in the way. And it's simply (laughs) because, you know, your son or daughter is going to be going away. And, you know, you want to make it comfortable. You want to make it a a nice experience. So sometimes they don't want to let go of that either. So um, you got to factor that in. So we do try to have that window frame there so we we, can... we know that's going to happen. We right. know people are going to be there. They're going to try to help you experience that that great new new thing in your mm-hmm. life. So, but it's all good. But if we if we, if we break yeah. it down, it helps move uh, our move in much 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 smoother. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about what students will find in their rooms. Like, what kind of furniture is in the rooms for students who are assigned on Midtown? Okay. Um, Midtown typically has um, well, everyone will have a desk. Everyone will have a desk chair. There's always going to be a bed there. 
Um, there'll be uh, a two or three uh, dresser drawer type thing um, and a wardrobe and or a built-in wardrobe. So those are the typical things that are actually in each of the rooms. Um, they're, they're, and the windows all have blinds, right? The windows all have blinds, yes. Mm -hmm. They have the little mini blind looking uh, items. Uh, but they're, they're nice. The, the floors themselves, they're, they're not carpeted. They are going to be uh, like a VCT tile or um, uh, like a vinyl plank wood-looking tile. Mm -hmm. um, so they actually are pretty comfortable. Um, they're decent size rooms. I have to admit that. Of all the places I've been, they are pretty decent size. So. Yeah. We're, we're lucky that way. We really are. We actually really are. <laughs> and West Side students, because we'll have some new students, transfers, and, and some others moving in at West Side. Let's let's talk Centennial first, sure. and then talk a little bit about Grosso and Pinney. Sure, Centennial is is not our traditional style building. It is a suite style building, which means uh, it's going to have two bedrooms in each of the apartments or each of the suites. And um, in Centennial, the A room, which is typically if you're facing the windows, it's going to be on your left hand side. The B rooms on the right side. A will have two beds, and the B room will have three beds. Um, they have all the same type of equipment in there, uh, same furniture in there, with the exception of the wardrobes because they actually have closets because it was right. built a little differently. Mm -hmm. um, there's a nice size living room in there, uh, a, a closet that is uh, like a walk-in closet that's mm -hmm. absolutely huge when you first walk in. Um, they'll, they do have microwaves put in their particular rooms, yeah. uh, a small little sink area. Um, their bathrooms are separated because there are bathrooms in each one of the apartments. They're separated between like a, where you can brush your teeth versus uh, using the toilet versus using mm -hmm. the shower. So it's it's actually a lot of space in there. Um, that particular one, because of the B bedroom, has an extra uh, uh, bed in there for all intents and purposes. Mm -hmm. A lot of our students have asked us not to put the third desk in there. So we typically put the third desk in uh, the living room, and that tends to be like an extra point for them. But um, there, it's more than enough space in there. However, um, we've listened. The students didn't want it there, so we moved it out. And most of those rooms now just have four people living in them. Correct. correct? Yes, so, most of them do have four. We yeah. we do have the the, uh, the fifth the, bed was in there because we were facing some tripling a few years yes, back. So yes, um, that's uh, unfortunately is going to stay there for now, and yeah. we do reserve the right to put in an extra person if we intend if we need to, but we don't have any intentions of doing that right now. It's. Yeah. If we happen to have the next, uh, you know, next couple of days, we have three or four hundred people come on in. <laughs> then we're going to have to take care of that. Um, It'd be a nice problem. To it'll have, be a nice problem to have, yeah. And in terms of of furniture, the living room also has furnishings, so it's got couches and like an ottoman type thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's also a little uh, a little area that um, it's a lot of our students use it as as a, a kind of like, I don't want to say a bar area, but it's like a, a bar stool type mm -hmm. um, or a little uh, like a, um, like a, a breakfast little, nook. Yeah, a breakfast nook yes. or a place to sit and yep. work on something, but you want to be out with everyone else. Absolutely. Too, so. And there's cable in each of those rooms as well. Actually, even mm -hmm. Midtown has the cable too, but uh, it's it's designed to be a living yeah. room, so yeah. and it's used quite often. The difference between that and both Grasso and Penny is Penny and Grasso are full apartments. Um, now, Grasso was built a number of years ago, but it's been renovated very recently. Um, that's it's a vinyl plank flooring that's throughout mm -hmm. there, which is it just makes it look so much it's nice different. It's so homey looking. It is. So. It is. Um, so the, uh, those particular rooms have two bedrooms, and there's two people in each of them. Um, they surround like a, a studio-like apartment um, for living room and the kitchen. Um, it's it's pretty comfortable. Full-size stove, yeah. full-size re refrigerator, the whole nine yards. That's nice. And then you move over to Penny Hall, which you know is is much much bigger. Um, there are three <laughs> bigger bedrooms. than my house. Yes, but, it's know. it's rather huge. <laughs> um, there are three bedrooms in each of those apartments. Uh, two have doubles, and one is a single. Um, two full bathrooms. Two full bathrooms. Uh, like the kitchen. They have balconies right now. 
Uh, it's furnished just like all the other the halls, except uh, in the living room we have a little bigger couches and whatnot and a kitchen table. So it, it is much bigger, but um, it's kind of, the way we do it, it's kind of like a progression. You start the first year hall is traditional style. You learn mm -hmm. where to, uh, how to room with other people for all intents and mm -hmm. purposes, and you're experiencing so much more on your own. Then we kind of move you to the apartment, uh, the suites rather, and then kind of graduate to the apartments. So it's a nice progression, um, but it, it's, I will say Penny is, is a, <laughs> a lot larger than most. Mm -hmm. So are there, Things that people just shouldn't bring with them? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> pets. Let's talk there. If you have a random pet that you want to bring in, I'm sorry, the answer is no. If you want to bring in some fish in a small, a small tank, that's okay. Uh, Non-meat eating, please. Yes. <laughs> um, but it, the halogen lamps, that's a big thing. I know there's not too, too many out there right now. They tend to be going more towards the LED stuff, which is mm -hmm. fantastic. But halogen burns so hot, it is a yeah. fire issue on campus. And... Unfortunately, I've been in institutions where we've lost rooms because of that, and it's, it's, it takes only a couple of seconds. Um, we don't want you to bring any wood furniture uh, simply because, one, there's really not that that much space in most of our places, right. and two, it's a fire rating issue. Um, so we, we try to provide you whatever we can to fit the spaces, but that's something that we can't have you bring in. Um, let's see what else. Nothing combustible. We certainly don't want that. Obviously, nothing illegal, of course. Mm -hmm. um, microwaves are a big thing. Um, yeah. Although some of our, our rooms, uh, mostly on the west side campus, do have them already in mm -hmm. there, uh, we you can't bring them, especially for midtown campus. You can't bring extra ones. We do have something called a contract that we work with uh, called a microfridge, mm -hmm. and it's a small refrigerator with a little tiny freezer and a microwave. If students wish to rent that from them through this program, uh, we do allow that. And the reason why we do allow it then is because essentially when one item is on. The next item's off, and it's regulated. Yeah, so, so it regulates the power. Yeah, the flux, power. That's the biggest of, thing. There's a lot of power being used in yes, the building. Yes, there is. So. Yes, there is. Um, air conditioners. You can't bring any mm -hmm. window air conditioners or anything like that. You want to bring air purifiers if you wish. Totally fine. We recommend fans. Why not? Um, but particularly the first couple of weeks of the fall semester yeah. and the last couple of weeks of the spring semester. That's all it really is that, that you might want to yeah, use those. Get some um, if you want to bring your own TV, that's perfectly fine, but we absolutely strongly encourage you to talk to your roommates ahead of time. <laughs> I mean, I love electronics too. I love watching movies, but there is no reason to have 37 TVs or surround sound systems in one room. So, And, <laughs> uh, and if I may, from a, um, a tech standpoint, if you're going to bring a TV, there's an FAQ yes. on the website to make sure that it has the correct tuner because correct. the cable system here on campus requires a specific tuner. Absolutely. Most TVs have it, but just to be safe. Right. So you don't lug it here and then have to bring it home. Thanks Absolutely. for that. No, thank you very much. And I would I would also go out on a limb and say, don't bring the 55 or 60-inch screen because the rooms just won't fit it. So. I'm not going to say no because yeah, I like Ed, the big won't TVs, say no, but, but just saying. But if you want to sleep, you might not want something <laughs> that big. <laughs> um, one thing that, you know, talking about the size of the rooms and things that's important, I think, for people to know is that you should never bring everything that you own or that no. you think you're going to need. You know, most of our students live within an hour, or an hour and a half of here. And so I really recommend people, as you're coming up for the fall, bring clothes for hot weather and some, you know, shifting weather kinds of things um, because it'll be really hot usually when we start. And then sometime in mid-September, it starts cooling off a mm -hmm. bit. You know, you don't need to have your winter boots and winter coats and things. And quite frankly, most rooms don't have enough space for right. that in it. So I would really suggest people kind of 
you know, unless you really have to, if you're coming from France, you know, right. you might have to bring everything with you. Yeah. Um, but we do see it every year where people mm -hmm. uh, pull into campus and they're literally pulling in with U-Hauls. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's not what this is about. And, yeah. and I understand even if you're coming from a long distance, but you have to be, uh, I guess, a little more realistic with what you can fit in your room. And part of the learning experience is knowing what you do need, what you yeah. don't need, what you want and what you don't want. And I know I'd rather have stuff up front and, and have yeah. to bring it home later, but we, we kind of have to go into it a little backwards yeah. and bring what you think you absolutely are going to need. And then you don't know what your roommates are going to bring, what right. you can share or whatnot. Um, so have those conversations right off the bat as soon as you get here. And, Even and before because they absolutely. all have yeah, their right roommate now. information. Absolutely. Contact so. them now. But when, when you get here, just be open to the, the mindset that you're going to learn more about yourself. You're going to learn more about what you like. And you may have not even thought of it before. Just just be open to it that you might want different things, or maybe you learn you don't need that seventeenth pair of you know boots. You don't need that forty seven <laughs> jackets in your closet all the time. Yeah. Things will change. Yeah, my nephew and his eighty two pairs of sneakers probably <laughs> don't need to bring no, those all no, there. No, no, no. Um, one of the things is we have a lot of athletes who are coming up early yes. for camps, and so should they bring everything with them when they come to camp? 100% no. <laughs> and there's a lot of reasons for that. I understand that um, when you're dropping off your son or daughter, uh, you're coming in for the first time or whoever's helping you bring stuff in, you want to minimize that. Here's the issue for our camps like that for the for the summer. If you're coming into our West Side campus, we're going to put you in, hopefully into your fall location so you don't have to move again. But you're also going to have a lot of people in your room that are in there temporarily, meaning uh, you're, you're, it could be your or another team's uh, athletes might be in there as well. They could be housed on the Midtown campus or even off campus. Right. So there, there's no point in bringing anything and everything because we are kind of going to pack you into your rooms just for your camps. And then you're going to have to move from your, say, um, West, West Side location to your Midtown location mm -hmm. on the 22nd. Well, do you want to move 800 pounds worth of items a second time that quickly right you don't really want to do that and where you're, where you're going to be staying for your temporary location for the for the camp does not mean that's where you're going to be for your actual fall location right. so we, we want you just to be uh, a little more cautious with what you bring yes. certainly bring your stuff that you need for your sports because that's what you're here to focus on that's fine um, but um, maybe another trip home at a later time might be the best time to bring that back yeah so either you know, if parents come up to help with that move on the 22nd, that that's might be an okay time. time. Stuff, yes. Or if they want to come up that move-in weekend thing and Absolutely. bring some stuff that's up, perfect. that's yeah. probably good. I know we run into that a lot. Mm -hmm. so. Well, I mean, going back and forth, I know is difficult for a lot of parents and yep. even for students and friends. I, I get that. Yeah. But that's just not the time to do it. The 22nd yeah. or even the regular move-in weekend right. is, is the best time to do that. Yeah. Um, returning students have a different move-in time. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about that? Their time is on, if I'm not mistaken, it's on Sunday. The Monday. Monday, or Monday the 20, uh, 27th, thank you. Um, they're not, let's, let's face it, they've been here before typically. So mm -hmm. they don't need to be here uh, the entire time. And no, we, I will say this as much as we want them back, they don't need to be here that early. Yeah. Um, so uh, you, can move, you can move in. If there are some early issues that you need to, uh, if you're working on campus um, or um, you need to possibly move back in, there's a form online that you can fill out, go on the housing website, and you can re request to move in early. Um, it's not a guarantee that you're going to be accepted and to be able to come back in. We do have other issues going on, like cleaning of the rooms, maintenance, uh, plus our, our, our athlete camps. Uh, so it, the best thing is to get in as, as early as possible, and it has to be no later than the 20th. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I recommend like, you know, today, now. Yeah. And that, <laughs> that form just went up online. So you can find it on our front page. Yep. You can find it on the forms page. You can find it on the announcements page, um, all in the housing website, which is wcsu.edu backslash housing. Yes. Um, and you just covered some of that. So um, move-in days, they're sometimes a little crazy. What kinds of things can students expect that they need to do when they're moving in? Regardless of who you are, um, when you first get there, you're going to, uh, each location is a little different of how it's going to be set up, uh, but the process is still the same. You're going to check in with the desk staff. They're going to you know, check you off the list to make sure that, you know, who you are, you're mm -hmm. going to the right spot. They're going to give you something that's actually extremely important, a couple things. One of it is they're going to ask you to verify your emergency contact information. You don't know what can happen. Mm -hmm. You just make sure that it's accurate, make sure it has the right information on there. And if it has to change later on, you let the staff know as well. Uh, but there's something called a room inventory form. We call it a RIF. Um, that is going to determine exactly what is in your room, the condition of every item in your room, right down to the walls, the ceiling, the blinds, everything. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I can't emphasize that enough. If, if there's a mark on something, because let's face it, there's going to be marks on things, make sure it's marked down on your, on your room inventory form. Uh, if, if something is, is broken, we obviously don't want you moving into a room that's broken, but we'll get, get whatever it is fixed as best we can. Um, but that's a perfect time to take a look at the inventory of your room, the condition of the room, and literally write it down. Because you're going to have it on this, this form at the end of the semester or end of the year when you move out, we're going to go through. And um, it, you know, if you had a brand new chair when you first moved in and when you left, it was in pieces on the mm -hmm. floor, unfortunately, we're going to have to charge for it. Yeah. But if you came in and there was a, a stain on the chair, because it happens, and you noted it down at the end of the semester, oh, nope, stain's there. It was on the riff. We know that. It's yeah. not your fault. Thank you very much. So then you're fine. It's a, it's a really important piece of, of, of paper that determines anything and everything. And you don't realize that, unfortunately, until right. the end of the semester or the end of the year. But just right. be very, very... Uh, and it takes 10 minutes to do. So, it. you that's know, it. it's not... And quite frankly... And that's our, a good review of things. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Our staff can miss something. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about it. We're going through how many different uh, spaces, you know, 200 to 400, 430 yeah. spaces. Sometimes it gets a little, like, cookie cutter um, and it looks all the same. Um, just take a look at it. And if we miss something, we want to make sure we put it down, put it down there. Yeah. And Or if something we can replace, we want to do that, too. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's you know, a big important piece there. We will have um, on your move-in days, uh, you'll be meeting with a lot of different people over campus. But for the housing side, because you know, let's face it, we're more important. Um, <laughs> you're going to meet with the RDs. You're going to meet with your resident assistants. Uh, the RAs are uh, students uh, that have been through the same situation that you have been in. Um, the RDs are the professionals that live in the buildings. And they are going to have to go over the rules and regulations because mm -hmm. you have to put it out there. Well, rules aren't always negative. No, it's just that you're living with a lot of people, so you want to yes. make everyone as comfortable as possible. Everybody's different. Everybody yeah. has different things. Yeah. We do have something called quiet hours. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it doesn't mean that you, can, you, know, you can't walk around the building. You have to yeah. walk on eggshells. No, mm -hmm. but it's just, it's just to give everyone uh, an opportunity to actually sleep and maybe some, some studying and yeah. definitely uh, you know, going to class. Exactly. Put that out there. You have to go to class. <laughs> Well, I always end up, you well, I usually end up asking guests, you know, what kinds of of tips they have for people. And I think, you know, I had a couple that I was thinking of for move-in. Um, the biggest tip I can give people is to be patient. Yes. You know, that you have to be patient with, with your parents. And parents, you need to be patient with your sons and daughters. Um, be patient with the staff. Right. Uh, be patient because you're going to have a lot of paperwork to fill out. Um, you're going to be meeting your roommates and their families for the first time, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of confusion and things going on. So, 
You know, sometimes you may just need a minute by yourself. Don't mm -hmm. be afraid to just take that and say, I got to go stand outside somewhere quiet for a right. minute uh, and do that. And then the other thing is, and I think we mentioned this about what to bring is, don't worry if you forget something. You either can, you know, go pick it up later, or if it's something you really need to have, there's Target and Walmart and ShopRite and, and Stop and right Shop here. and things all around. Um, any tips that you can think of? Well, you kind of just mentioned almost all of it. <laughs> Patience is absolutely going to be key. Um, it's a very stressful time. I mean, I remember coming here for the first time because yeah, I was a student here like 18 billion years ago. Um, mm -hmm. And it, it's stressful. You, you don't yep. know people. You're, you're going to a new situation. You can be the most social person in the world. It doesn't matter. You're meeting your potential roommates for at least a semester, if mm -hmm. not more. And you're meeting their parents, which which could be completely you know out of the blue, yeah. different. Yeah. Uh, your own parents could change and might change mm -hmm. when you're going in because again, you might be going away for the first time, and it's a big deal for a parent. And everyone's stressed. Everyone wants to make sure that the whole situation is going well. Just be patient. Take a breath. Take a step back. And if you start to get overwhelmed, we have the resident assistants there. Mm -hmm. We have the resident directors. We have you know the senior staff in our offices, and other people. It's okay. We've all been there. It's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Just take a step back and ask a question. Be patient. Um, and understand, too, I think is a big thing for our resident assistants. We do have a good amount of them, but they are students. Yeah. And uh, they're not They're not going to give you bad information, hopefully. Right. <laughs> uh, but they're not the end all, the be all, yeah. end all. So definitely speak to one of the professionals, and we'll be happy to do so. It, it may not be an hour conversation mm -hmm. right there because we're trying to get everybody in. Uh, but it, it's it can be a very positive and good experience. Yeah. I mean, if it wasn't for my staff uh, when I when I first moved in and this in this uh, the activities that were going on, I would have been that person stuck in my room with the door yep. closed, watching TV, saying I don't want to be here. Yep. And I, I like the traditional style of halls because I am an introvert. It lets me, mm -hmm. you know, back away and stay from by myself when I need to. But it also got to the point where people know you have one door right there. Your, your friends and the staff will yep. will pull you out of those rooms and get you involved. And if it wasn't for that. Um, I would not have had the positive experience I had. Yeah. So just just be open to new ideas and understand, mom and dad have to understand this too, as mm -hmm. well as the students, that you are going to change. Yeah. You're going to learn things that you never thought you liked before. You're going to find things that can go the opposite way, like you, you, you love it or you don't like it. It's just be open yeah. and be patient. Thanks. Um, that's all that we're going to do for today. Um, as I said at the top, this is a new podcast called Gab and Grow, and we're going to be launching this series starting the week of September 3rd. So, Pete, I think I have the the um, website right if they want to find us, which is wcsu.edu backslash podcast. Yep, that's one way. Or we're on uh, iTunes, we're on Stitcher, we're on SoundCloud. By the time this airs, we might be on Google Play. You know, anywhere you can yeah. find podcasts, just look for us for WCSU Media. Great. I think you can search for Gab and Grow also. Um, but, yeah, they're also on the website. Fabulous. Great. Um, don't, don't be uh, hesitant to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss anything. If you have questions about anything you heard today or anything you didn't hear today, or you have ideas for topics you'd like us to cover, you can always reach me at griffinm at wcsu.edu. And that'll be it for Gab and Grow. Thanks for listening.